All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of Under the Call of MS. Um, day off because I had a bunch of stuff going on yesterday, but I figured I'd get this podcast out. So let's start out. We're going to talk about Marvel Zombies Resurrection number one. Yeah, that's right. They're starting it again. They're doing another version of Marvel Zombies. Don't know why they keep doing different versions and stuff, but I'm going to keep getting them because I'm enjoying them. And in this one, basically, Spider-Man is... Trying to get some people out of the city while being attacked by the Vulture and some other characters that are all zombified. And he's got a little flying flying ship type thing that an open air style ship that he is getting people out of the village and then goes into flashback that ends up being like a flashback apparently. Then they go into where they're he's with a group and he's not he's basically just in street clothes form instead of the web slinger form and this group gets together and they have well Peter Parker basically took a sentinel and modified it and then turned it into like a Giant oversized, uh, how you say, uh, like a a nanny type character. Basically helps them out, does whatever Peter says. And the group is working on a relocation, trying to find a better place to work. So they go and they end up at the X-Mansion. Which, when they get in there, they find a bunch of people in a room hiding from who knows what. And eventually, they get those people out of of the way. And while they're doing that, they get attacked and find out that East is still in the X, X-Men layer, and they're using the people to as food for the zombies, just holding them up, and that way they got something to feed on. Because with their insatiable appetite, of course, they basically wipe out everything, all their food, and then they end up just feuding with each other in the other Marvel zombie storylines. But this one's interesting. You got uh, basically a fantastic four kids are with Peter and you got weaponry that they made up from other superheroes and stuff and at the end of this one, you get 
a key character goes up and you'll see him at the end and he joins the team. And I'm really looking forward to the next one because it's a character I, I really enjoy and I don't want to ruin it for everybody since it's a newer comic, but it's a character that you'll be interested in seeing what comes next from it. But I'm curious where this is going to go. I don't know if this is based. I'm assuming they're all, all the Marvel zombies have to be all linked together in one way, shape, or form. It just has to be the storyline of Peter when the whole thing started out. And they follow the whole Spider-Man, what happens to him and stuff like that. But during it, you get to see it. We'll get to see different versions of things that happened and how the characters ended up where they were, hopefully. But yet, the way they're doing this storyline, I'm kind of curious about it because... The Spider-Man I know from the Marvel Zombies, with this being Peter outside this the Spider-Man form, and I'm assuming something's gonna happen. I'll lose the whole plan or whatever, and Spider-Man will go off and then get zombified or some something to that effect. Who knows? But keep reading, see what happens with it. And then, sticking with the dead, I got Death to the Army of Darkness, number four. I think this is, I think it's just a five run, five book run, but it might be six, might be more ongoing, I can't remember anymore. It's been a while since I ordered the first one, but this is still hilarious, still a lot of fun. Previously, a man named Ash was accidentally transported to 1300 AD. He battled an army of evil and retrieved the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead. Eventually, he returned to his own time. But once you read, read the Necronomicon, weird shit can happen. For instance, your essence might split into a woman skeleton, dog, imp, and chainsaw. And then there's the possibility that you all get sucked through a time portal that strands you in ancient Egypt. Uh, yeah, the characters are still here, still a lot of fun. All Ash-style characters. You got the talking chainsaw, the talking dog, the little Ash, the female Ash. Skeleton Ash, it's just still a lot of fun going through the, this series, and they're just trying to find out more and more what's going on with the book and everything, how they can stop the Deadites. And, of course, they get into a cave with a ton more Deadites and skeletons, and they end up having to fight them out. And female Ash kind of... Turns on Ash and goes through some things. Still a fun series. I think, I'm pretty sure it is only five issues. So I'm assuming I'm ordering the fifth one today since it just came out on my 
Midtown list. So, and then for I don't know if this is worldwide or not, but at least in the United States, the one thing we have every I believe it's in May is our free comic book day where you can go to all your favorite comic shops and when you purchase a comic, you'll get a free comic book day comic. Certain ones come out at certain shops. Not everyone get shops don't get everyone every type of free comic that comes out, and there are quite a few that they do. But thanks for the whole COVID thing this year, we got an extra bonus. Whereas if you order on Midtown, you can. Well, hang on, gonna have to. Deal with this, and I will get right back. Okay, that was just a phone call confirming my wonderful COVID test I got to go do on Sunday. So, all right, I was talking about free comic book day. We got an extra bonus this year where they're doing a free comic book every month through the distributors and stuff so you can actually get a chance to get almost every one of the free comics if you do it place enough orders or whatever but one that I think is a definite one to grab onto uh, very interesting and uh, plentiful style read but it's Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics. And it basically, it's done by Tom Scioli. And he was inspired by Jack. And so he talks about, learned as much as he could and talks about Jack's life. And it's very interesting hearing all how he started out, how it what he had to do to get into comics, what he was doing outside of comics before he decided to get into them and how he, how he basically got sucked into the world of artistry and comics. And it's very interesting. goes through all the early stages, world war two and stuff, what they were writing, why they were writing and all that. And, it's a nice, decent-sized issue, and surprisingly, there's still lots more to talk about. And so it will be an interesting comic to check out in the future. But yeah, if you can get your hand on free comics during free comic book day this year, do it. They're out there. There's lots of them. And they're going to be around for a while. So you should be able to get a chance to get your hands on as many as you can. And that should be it for the comics. Uh, like I mentioned, that phone call was just for my COVID test. That I had to go in on Sunday for because... I luckily get to have my colonoscopy on Tuesday unless I test positive for COVID. 
so that's gonna be fun. So I gotta get. I'm doing a minor fasting during this beginning part, and then I gotta do the whole fasting liquid diet the day before and the day of, and take the pills that basically flush everything out of your system until you're shit and clear yellow. <laughs> Uh, just yeah, it's not something I'm looking forward to. I'm been pretty crabby about it all week, and I'm gonna be crabby about it for a while until this is over with. It's like I wanted to do an at-home one, but because of blood, they wouldn't let me because they want to check for cancers and all that. So, yay me! I get to get that all done. But it's all part of turning fifty. They want to do everything they can to you. See if you're still in shape enough to live. Just weird how I got that all lined up and going on. And then all the podcasts I listen to, I come across the Hollywood Babylon where Rolf's talking to Kevin about getting his colonoscopy. It's that time of year. Kevin Smith's the same age as me, so he just turned 50 recently also, and then I was listening to the Bill Burt con- uh, podcast with Bill Burr and Burt Kreischer, the Two Bears podcast. They, uh, Bill talked to Burt about his colonoscopy he had to do not long ago. And it's just why when I have one scheduled, all of a sudden the next couple podcasts I listen to, that just comes up, that subject just comes up. It's it's just so weird how things like that in life work out. All right, let's check out some other MS stuff. It's like integrative medicine is something that we all look into. Uh, many imp- integrative medicine practitioners have additional training in yoga, aromatherapy, acupressure, medical, acupuncture, tai chi, mindfulness, meditation, homeo- homeopathy, and or herbology, and will use those in their practices where appropriate. appropriate an IM practitioner may have a strong focus on mind, body, spirit work, or work with a health coach to help you meet your health goals. What is attractive, because it is natural, can sometimes do more harm than good. Billions of dollars are spent every year on services for which there is no proof of Efficacy, but the website sure looks good and sucks you into it. And there's a lot of a, a lot of different uh, natural medicines that these companies will sit there and tell you what they're supposed to do, and they give you such a great story, you get sucked into it and think that when you take it, it's basically a placebo but mentally you think it's doing something for you so you're all excited keep buying the stuff and when you're forking out 60 bucks for a bottle of medicine that just doesn't do anything for you 
except for mentally make you feel better. It's kind of scary how those things are just allowed out there. It's like you can sit there and look at a fish oil and look at 10 different companies and maybe two of those companies, the fish oil actually has enough that it's actually doing something for you. I've taken cranberry pills that basically did nothing for me. And then you take a different company and you can notice the effect more with it. Uh, There's just anything you can think of. There's so many different natural medicines nowadays. It's ridiculous. My parents worked for natural companies for years and products made from bee pollen and stuff like that. Propolis and shark cartilage and stuff like that. Some things did help, some things didn't. You just don't get the actual numbers from these companies. They won't give you the real numbers that you need to see how how much of each thing is in stuff. Same with like the melatonin. It's like I can take a I've mentioned it before. The one milligram melatonin cough drop lozenge looking thing and it knocks me out. I take two five milligram melatonin gummies and just lay in there awake. It's not doing nothing. So you would think one milligram a ton ten milligram there should be a huge difference. You should notice it. Obviously those companies don't work or I could see also with the gummies cross-contamination the melatonin some have higher or lower dosages you can't really regulate it unless you do it more pill form or liquid form why should you include an integrative medicine provider in your team Uh, an IM provider will provide you with evidence-based plans to improve your lifestyle so your health improves. And guess what? That puts healing power back in your hand. The body of evidence for lifestyle medicine, such as diet changes, exercise, sleep, and stress reduction is quite large for improving cardiovascular and brain health and is mounting for MS. An IM provider will collaborate with your healthcare team and help you to make informed decisions that consider not just your medical condition, but you as a person that has a heart and soul that needs nurturing and hope. So, I mean, <clears throat> just keep an eye out, research your stuff, looking at the companies, and find the stuff that works best for you. Like I said, everybody's different. All we can really do is try different things, see how our body feels one thing at a time. Don't take a bunch of different things together. You're taking like five different natural vitamins. You don't really get to feel if those each one's effect actually does anything. Try one for a week, see how it goes, keep some notes, then stay on it or go off it depending on how, how you feel from it. And then try your next thing, see how that goes. Some things I'm sure can contradict others. I still disagree with this whole colonoscopy. The lady that's doing it and stuff, I told her that I was on a papaya 
enzyme pill for a while and that's when I noticed bleeding. It was like gel like blood and uh, very spready style blood. But uh, when I told her again with every other doctor that I tell any damn thing that I think might cause something, she kind of like just giggles at you and say, no, that, that's not going to cause nothing. Okay. But yet I can't, I used to love grapefruit and because of one of my heart medications can't touch grapefruit. And like I was saying, my parents had a heart health pack with their natural company and I felt like crap every day when I took it. And then I found out there was grapefruit, I don't know, extract or whatever in it. And when I went off it, I stopped having those issues. And it's like, so there's no reason papaya enzyme couldn't possibly cause some bleeding or something or make it look like, I can't say it makes it look like blood because it was blood, but yeah, it's just, yeah, another one of those things where you try and talk to a doctor and treat you like you're an animal at the vet and they can't hear what you're saying. and We're always wrong because we're just, we're not the doctors, so we know nothing. But yeah, uh, what's new in exercise research? Some ways that research might be utilized by persons dealing with MS now. Exercise has been well established as one of the best ways of treating and managing the deficits caused by multiple sclerosis. Regardless of disability severity, exercise has been shown to improve function, fitness, and health in persons with MS. Different things that they got. Uh, nowadays are high intensity interval training exercises or specific movements are performed at a high intensity for short bouts or repetitions with rest breaks between sets <clears throat> which you gotta watch out for with MS because the body pains and stuff like that it can be really hard to do the more strenuous exercises for some of us and overall, if you jump on something strenuous like that, it could just throw you totally off it. You could have a couple days where you work out and then you're in so much pain, you go off everything for a week or two, try and get back into it and just have no interest anymore. And it just ruins everything. That's why I say go with the lighter workouts and build yourself up. But I'm not a doctor, so consult with your physician and figure out what will work best for you and try it out. One thing that I'm really interested in, I wish I could find something around here that does it. I don't know where I got to do some more research and talk to some more of the doctors. If there is a gym or somewhere where I can do this, but they have that body weight supported treadmill training. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just got... Who knows, maybe I got the COVID. I got something caught in my throat all the time lately. But uh, this is a type of walking practice where you are suspended from a harness over a moving treadmill. 
harness serves two purposes. First, it decreases your body weight while walking, therefore making walking less fatiguing and allowing a greater amount of walking to be done. Second, the harness protects you from falling, so, so you are not limited by fear. Difficulty or decreased walking ability is extremely common in persons with MS. And I would love to see something like this around here that I can try out because that is, there are certain pieces of equip, equipment I'd love to use, but you just physically can. I mean, your body gives out on you and stuff, and just that would be a bonus to have that available around here. So hopefully I can find something, but. Also, you got aerobic and resistance training for pain reduction. Many persons with MS suffer from pain, which can be extremely debilitating and only worsen other MS-related issues, such as walking and fatigue, waiting for pain to go away on its own with rest or medication alone is not always the best strategy. Pain is a product of your nervous system, and MS can directly affect that part of your nervous system. Uh, I still stand by DDP yoga because you can design it your own way, work it. They have bed bed positions, they got sitting positions, they got all kinds, anything you can think of. Ones for the over fifty and all that. And it's like you can work with the groups live. You can work out from the discs. You can work off your own plan it's just a wonderful system dpyoga.com check it out so i keep giving them all these hits out here start giving me some advertising <laughs> but uh exercise is extremely important for persons with ms for several reasons it not only can make you move better but feel better it's like if we just sit around, don't do anything, your body's just going to gradually tighten up more and more. It's like you, the littlest bit lit that you can do, even if it's just a couple minutes a day to get started. It's like just try a few little things, your body loosened up, and you can gradually build it up as it goes. Add more time, more movements, all that. Just got to do it. you can. Or we're just going to quit moving, <laughs> basically. Find an activity or exercise you like and stick with it. If you like what you do, you're much more likely to continue it and make lifestyle change. But yeah. So, basically, get yourself up and moving. Do what you can. Try some things out. And hopefully they will help you out in the future with some of your body pains and mobility issues. Also, like they said, with the um, the resistance ropes and stuff, if you go to a physical therapist, and most of your insurance companies will give you at least six sessions. They'll cover at a physical therapist a year, which I try and get mine in every year, whatever I can get covered. but. Your physical therapist will give you straps that you can take home, resistance straps, and do all the resistance work. You know, 
have your printouts of the different exercises that help with certain things and they'll have you do the walking and the slow speed walking and stuff like that just to see where you're at and what mobility issues you have so try those things out and talk to your therapist and doctors and you don't have to take any information from me everything i'm giving you is either something i researched or found or i'm reading now or just got in the mail between all my magazines and podcasts and websites i follow there's just so much information out there and you can always check out my pinterest under kevin kleinance i have a bunch of ms sites in there that you can just follow all the different things and check them out i haven't research half of them but but yeah so getting this out there day late dollar short but at least we got it out there and we're gonna i'm gonna throw a couple extra ones in yet today so i got them ready for while i'm getting my colonoscopy and stuff you guys don't have to wait forever and then i'll just update you once it's all over with and let you know what happened so have a great Rest of your week.